Man, it is 2024, y'all. It's absolutely going down. And if you are hearing the sound of my voice, it's because you are a fantasy sicko. You probably just got beat in fantasy football and you're like, what am I going to do now? Like, I have nothing. I lost in the playoffs. Well, I got something for you. Fantasy basketball is like up and running. We are rocking and rolling. And in this episode, we're going to show you how you can dominate for week 11. Welcome to the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The weekly show dedicated to helping fantasy managers like you crush your league and bring home multiple championships. Now, your host, Robin Marks. We believe every NBA fan that plays fantasy football should also play fantasy basketball. So I'm just coming off my daggone birthday weekend. It's New Year's weekend. It's just so much happening. So this episode is going to be like literally a roller coaster of excitement, fun, knowledge, and preparation. And to, with, with everything that happened over the weekend with the big trade for OG and Anobi, we're going to make sure that we um, give you some value. So the only people that don't get time off this year are pro athletes. And us at Bet Online with NFL, bowl season, and NBA in full swing over the holidays, Bet Online is taking a second off to make sure you have all the up to the second odds, news, and info. Bet Online has all the sports wagering info available that you need with both desktop and mobile access. Head there today to get into the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So there are literally fireworks going off like in my neighborhood. And like I'm old school, like I grew up in the 90s. When I heard sounds like that, I would want to like jump on the floor, right? But where I am now, I live in the suburbs. We have a nice house for our family here. So I'm I'm at ease to in a, in a sense, but there's a part of me that wants to like jump on the floor. So I know we have some people checking in live. If you are checking in live, I'm going to answer as many questions as I can, so please drop them in the chat. Um if you're watching a replay, let me know in the comments, replay, replay. All of these episodes, what we do every week is we take the nuggets from each episode and then we release them as independent pieces. So this weekly show, we're going to be filming this every single week and then you're going to get a waiver wire show, you're going to get a buy low, sell high show based on everything that we cooked up here on Sunday. And this is literally, we are 38 minutes into the new year. So if you're listening, listening to this episode on podcasts, if you're watching uh, the video on YouTube, we just want to wish you a happy new year in 2024. And we're looking forward to you securing your fantasy basketball championship and the bag, right? Because a lot of you guys are playing for the bag. We want to make sure you get the bag. So I'm just saying, man, I 
am just saying. Let's start off by taking a look at some waiver wire targets. Here are the top five waiver wire targets you need to focus on for week 11 of the NBA season. So the first guy I want to talk about is someone that is still available in some spots. And we want to be really, really conscious of that. Depending on the size of your league, depending on the level of competition that you're going up against, this guy might actually still be there. So I would be remiss if I did not bring it to your attention. I'm talking about your friend and mine's Emmanuel Quickly. Now, there was a big deal that went down between the Toronto Raptors and the New York Knicks that landed Emmanuel quickly in Toronto and quite possibly in a starting role, quite possibly as a key piece of their future. We've been watching Emmanuel quickly on his channel for the last couple of years. Always felt like he had the potential to do more. And if he got the opportunity, he'd be able to do that. This is that opportunity. So if you have him on your roster already, congratulations to you. Thank you for sitting patient and being, you know, and and being steadfast in what you believed would come to fruition one day. But if he's on your waiver wire, oh baby, you need to move right now. In Yahoo, on Yahoo, right? He is rostered in 62% of Yahoo leagues. Let that sink in. So a little over the 60% mark that we try to look at when we think about waiver wire ads, but depending on the size of your league, if you're in a six-man league, an eight-man league, maybe even a 10-man league, he might still be there. So go check, see if Emmanuel quickly is available. And for ESPN leagues, oh my goodness, he is only rostered in 39% of ESPN leagues. So I know a lot of of our viewers, whether you watch us on TikTok, Instagram, or here on YouTube, or even listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, he's available in a lot of ESPN leagues. Now, if you're in a deeper league, it might be a little harder, but just know that your man Emmanuel quickly is available. So I will bust a move and see if you could grab him off the waiver wire. The next player we want to take at, take a look at is also being impacted by this big trade, and that's Dante DiVincenzo. So Dante DiVincenzo has been someone that, you know, he's got that dog in him. And it looks like the Knicks are building like their own version of that championship Villanova squad with Jalen Brunson and, and Josh Hart and Dante DiVincenzo. And honestly, with the departure of Emmanuel Quickly, I think this is a huge Huge opportunity for Dante. He's been literally cooking it up before the trade. And now with the trade, it looks like he's going to be able to benefit. Um, so on the season, he's averaging 10.8 points per game. He's also averaging 1.8 steals and one block per game. So the defensive stats for a guard, it's a big deal. If you are in a points league, that will impact you because in most points leagues, the, the defensive stats are weighted higher and heavier, right? But for category leagues, if you could get a guard that is able to, you know, grab 1.8 steals a game, one block a game, and this was before the Emmanuel Quickly deal, right? So averaging 21 minutes a game, so he's getting on the floor, like, 
Yo, like it's a no-brainer for me. So if he's available, it's somebody I'm looking at. He's only ro- um he's only rostered in 23% of Yahoo leagues and 5.7% of ESPN leagues. I would go after Dante DiVincenzo right now. The next guy I want to talk about, he actually might not be there because he's ha- he's having a big big week. We're talking about Andre Drummond from the Chicago Bulls. I love Andre Drummond. Like I I've been playing fantasy probably about 8 years now. And I remember those days when he was in Detroit, he was a 20 and 20 machine. Top off. Boobies is out. Hair blowing in the wind. Convertible. 20 and 20, my guy. Like, seriously, he was that good. Now, he is he is no longer that player. When he, went, when he got traded to the Cavs, fell off. You know, in Chicago, mm, dumpster juice. It don't look good. But Vucevic is out. And when Vucevic is out, the, the man has an opportunity, right? And the opportunity is now. And it's, and it's only going to be on the timeline associated with Vooch's absence. So if he's available on your waiver wire, you want to roll your dice on, on that guy and see what he can do for you in the short term because he might be able to help you win a couple of weeks. He's only rostered in 61% of Yahoo leagues and only rostered in 16.9% of ESPN leagues. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the year. You better go grab yourself some Andre Drummond. The next guy, man, and this is a story too. Like the next guy I've been thinking about, you know, um, talking about him more. And I know a lot of the other channels are talking about him this week. He has been listed in our waiver wire ad, like bonus players a couple of times. I think even last week, if you check last week's episode, but he's someone that I've been lucky enough to to observe and cover um, in my role with NBC Sports, helping out with the Roto World NBA content. I've had to watch a bunch of Piston games. I don't know if it's because I'm the new guy, but I'm definitely watching a lot of Pistons games. And and to be quite honest, it's a great story to cover because like the the only thing that gets people people's attention more than winning, like excessive winning, is excessive losing, right? And them like coming close, being up, getting beat, and then finally getting their first victory. It's almost like they won a mini championship. It's wild. So Jaden Ivey, me and my son was watching the game the other night, and he was like reckless attacking the basket. Like the thing with me is like I, I have to study analytics when I when I cover fantasy basketball, right? It comes with the turf. But I'm a big believer in the eye test. Like if the player can pass the eye test, then that's how I know it's real. And Jaden Ivey is a dog, like like reckless the way he goes to the cup. All that only rostered in 55% of Yahoo leagues and 41.1% of ESPN leagues. I would give it a shot. If he's available, snatch him up off of the waiver wire. The next guy I want to talk about is someone that, in all honesty, shouldn't really be on the waiver wire, but he is. And it's Scoot Henderson. So Scoot 
is currently rostered in 59% of Yahoo leagues and 53.5% of ESPN leagues, right? So he is available. He's out there. And I think with Scoot, because we had so many, you know, like big dreams for him and expectations, high expectations for him coming in the same class as uh, Victor Webinyama, you know, there's a certain level of pressure. But no one thought that he would be this bad. Like, he's literally stinking up the joint. It's like if you had a bucket of hot dog water and you left it outside in the summer. Like, funky, right? But he's getting it together now. He's kind of bouncing back. It's something that, for me, I think he will be able to rectify to some extent, um, in terms of fantasy at least. He's a young guard, so you have to expect that he's going to have some difficulty with field goal percentage. Young guards do that, right? Especially first-year guards. He's going to have some issues with turnovers, right? Some efficiency issues. But at the end of the day, the big thing for me is that on the season, he's averaging 27 minutes a game. Come on, ma. Where they do that at? Why are you on the waiver wire? Like, try it out, especially if you are in a position of, you know, winning. Like, you're in a winning, solid position. You're way over 500. It's worth grabbing him. He's, um again, he's been stinking up the joint a little bit. But I see a turnaround. And the big thing that many of the fantasy basketball analysts have been saying is that you got to give him time. If you are gonna, if you are gonna roster Scoot Henderson, you're gonna have to be patient. You're gonna have to give him time, and he'll repay you probably like All Star Weekend. So you're gonna have to wait a little bit, but it's the beginning of the year. Take a stab at it. As always, I have a few bonus guys I want to talk about. The one guy I want to talk about is Peyton Watson. Uh, Peyton Watson is somebody that's very interest, very interesting. Very, very interesting. With the um, injury to uh, Aaron Gordon, he's been getting run here, Peyton uh, Watson. And they have him listed as a small forward, power forward. So he's playing a little bit of three and four. Man, there's a whole situation. I think Aaron Gordon is like going to be out for a minute, like a dog attack or something. I don't know all the details on it. But I do know that Peyton Watson has been kicking butt. And he is widely available. He might be someone that you can grab right now. If any of these guys are not available, he might likely be available if you're in a 12-team league. Points, category, or roto, he might be available. Only rostered in 12% of Yahoo leagues and only rostered in 1.1% of ESPN leagues. Now, Let's go to the lightning round. I'm going to just fire off some names. Uh, as a disclaimer, some of the, the names are carryovers from last week. So a bunch of these guys are still very relevant. But again, um, I'm going to drop the names. And some of these folks I even talked about at the beginning of their waiver wire, you know, uh, potential or waiver wire buzz. But I'm going to say them again because I want you. I want to make sure you take a look at these players. The, the 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 top five players that I listed are the top five players that I identified for the week. But all of these guys have some value, so this is not a like a one to twenty list. This is like do your research on all of them. the The five that I shared first are the ones that are very interesting to me this week. 
People like Dante Exum are interesting to me every week, but I already did an episode on him, you know, early. Man, people are talking about him now. We've been talking about him for three or four weeks, right? And that's okay. But just know some of these players that I'm gonna uh, that I'm gonna list, like we've been talking about them. So let's go. So Craig Porter, yes. Alice Caruso. Mm, oh, let me let me change my screen real quick. Let me get my let me get my stuff together here. Take it from the top. Pull up. Let me get an air horn. Can I get an air horn in here? Where's the air horn? Let's get an air horn. Pull up. So let's go uh, lightning round. Craig Porter. Yes. Alex Caruso. Maybe. Aaron Nesmith. Yes. Jalen Smith. Yes. Grayson Allen. Yes. Derek Jones. Yes. Norman Powell. Maybe. Tim Hardaway. Maybe. Dante Exum. Emphatic. Yes. Isaiah Hartenstein. If he's available. Yes. Jaime Hawkins is probably gone. Like he's, it, you, if if he's available, go grab him, but he's probably gone. Patrick Williams, maybe. Brandon Pajimski, yes. Karis LeVert, maybe. Oh, yes. Cole Anthony, maybe. Paul Reed, maybe. Uh, Rui Hachimura, maybe. Tari Eason, yes. Trace Jackson Davis, maybe. Gogo Bedetza, maybe. Maybe, maybe. All right. So, let's talk about did it. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, did it. When I tell you, this has been a game changer for us. You know, we all about helping people like win championships, right? If you go to our Instagram, you can see like all of the banners on the results of the people who have been a part of our community who have won. But this, this right here, like is a game changer. When I tell you, I will literally jump on a phone call with you, like a video call, right? You can share your screen with me. Go through your team. Go through your league mates teams. Look at your overall league. Like I can't even answer questions anymore without saying, hey, here's the answer in a comment, but if you really want me to help you, I need to see everything. It's almost like being able to go to your doctor and go in person and let them connect with you as opposed to you're emailing your doctor. Like, hey, my, I have this rash on the back of my neck and it's bothering me. Like, this is what it is, right? You emailed your doctor. All right, cool. But if you go in person and sit down with them, talk to them, let them check your temperature, right? Take a look at the rash on your neck. He's going to be able to serve you better. And that's what Did It has done. So far, I think we're up to 23 community members who have already taken advantage of this. And the amazing thing is that your first call is absolutely free. Let that sink in. Some of the people who have jumped on calls with me have received like almost $100 in value just going through Every step of it, preparing trade offers, like teaching them, like, you know, waiver wire strategies, streaming strategies, all of that good stuff. There was even one of our community members that we helped to identify his category league build and we created a punting strategy for him. Like all of the things, man, all of the things. So, again, if you have not tried it yet, 
Download the app. All you have to do is go to your app store. It's only available on iOS right now, but that will change eventually. And additionally, to book a call with me, you need to have a credit card. You will not be charged for your first call, but you can't roll up in there using your daggone, you know what I'm saying, your, your, your health insurance card or your 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 Marshall's card or or your whatever you use, right? You need to use like a credit card to actually join and get a free call. So if you're not serious, please don't hit me on a DM like, hey Robin, I don't know what's happening. Like, you know, like I tried to use this gift card and the and the gift card didn't work. Like I got this Visa gift card. Like, no, you need a debit card, my guy. You need a debit card or a credit card. You will not be charged. And I promise you, I will literally take your hand and lead you to the promised land. That is all on that one. I can't. 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 Okay, here we go. Here are the top five buy low targets you need to focus on for week 11 of the NBA season. Ooh, this is a good one. And this might be a little spicy for y'all, but I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. I got to start at the top. You know, I got to take it from the tippy. The tippy, tippy top. First player I want to talk about is the Joker. Yes, the Joker's a buy low. And people disagree. Let me, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. People disagree with a lot of the stuff that I say. A lot of people agree. A lot of it, I grab from valid sources and put my twists on it. You know, I'm just doing research all the time. People are limited to their silo of their league, right? So if I give you something, it's like, hey, so-and-so is a buy low, like not in my league. And that's fair. This one, though, we've never really had this conversation since the Joker has been the Joker. Since the, the Joker has reached dominance and prominence, right? We've never had this discussion, but it's something we need to talk about. In the last seven days, in points leagues, right? In points leagues, in the last seven days, the Joker is ranked 19th. Let that sink in. And really, it's about you capitalizing on the narrative, Like, it's happening. It's not something we're making up. I got that data from Hashtag Basketball. You see the ticker on the bottom. You see where he's ranked, right? You see where he's ranked for points leagues. You see where he's ranked for category leagues and even dynasty. But for the last seven days, he's been ranked number 19. So this is an opportunity. See if you can buy low on the Joker. You might have to pay, but it is a buy low opportunity. The next person we want to take a look at is Devin Booker. Devin Booker is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite players in fantasy. I love me some Devin Booker. Devin Booker has been kind of stinking up the joint for his standards, right? For his standards, he's kind of been stinking up the joint. So it's something we want to be mindful of. It's something that we want to be aware of. And also, we want to make sure that we capitalize on the opportunity if possible. So for Devin Booker, over the last two weeks, he's been ranked number 35. 
This is a guy that's poked his head into the top 10. Has pretty much been in the top 15, top 20 all season. Over the last two weeks, number 35. Buy low on Devin Booker. Next guy I want to take a look at is somebody that allegedly, according to my child, my son, who's a basketball player, thinks he knows about some stuff. He's going to tell me this guy is the, like one of the most skilled players in NBA history. And I like this guy. I like Paul George. I think PG-13 is nice. I th- and I think he's also one of those pioneers of the, the new sports media, being an active player who's like doing podcasts and creating content. So I'm all for PG. But come on, man. Like, we can't be like out here talking about PG-13 like he's the pure – like they, they people be like <laughs> – and NBA players talk wild about it too. Like, yo, there's not a flaw in his game. And my thing is, and this is no no shade or disrespect to PG. I'm just calling it like I see it. I'm like the most skilled player. Like, what are what are your winning skills? Huh? Well, what we say? What is that skill set looking like? You could dribble. You could shoot. Where we at with the chips? That's all I'm saying. So I love Paul George. Hopefully he gets one in his uh, in his career. But right now, like I'm, I can't even like Kyrie. People talk about him as uh, one of the most skilled players. He got a chip. You know that's a, that's a skill like obtaining a championship. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So Paul George has been ranked is ranked 57th over the last two weeks. A buy low. If I ever saw a buy low, next. Brother, we want to take a look at one of my favorite players for fantasy, Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, my goodness. Having some uh, graphics issues here. There we go. So, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, in the last two weeks, this is a bomb. 126th. Carl Anthony Towns is ranked 126th. Over the last two weeks, that stinks like dog poopoo. That's not that's not a good that's not a good look. Um, to round out the top five, Dame Lillard. So Dame Lillard over the last two weeks is ranked thirty second. This is someone that people drafted in the first round, twelve team leagues. He was going like eight, nine, ten, eleven. This is not good, but. It's an opportunity. Somebody in your league has him on their squad, and they are panicking. So this is your opportunity to buy low. Yes, yes, yes. Here are the top five sell highs you need to focus on for fantasy basketball. First up is someone that we've talked about a bunch on this channel. He's been a buy low before. He's been, you know, somebody that we were targeting in drafts. He's honestly one of my favorite young players, has a bunch of heart, and has been going through a lot of challenges recently. We're talking about none other than my man, Motorcade Cunningham. Let's get it. Man, I love Cade Cunningham. So as much as I love Cade, I'm okay with selling high on him. Like, I am okay with selling high on Cade Cunningham. If you drafted him, 
this might be a, a little sliver of hope for you, right? Because where you drafted him, if you listen to me, you drafted him a little higher than most, right? But if you drafted him in his normal ADP, you still pre- you still paid a, a pretty penny. He, over the last seven days in points leagues, yo, your man is ranked number nine. Cade Cunningham is ranked number nine in points leagues over the last seven days. That is huge, right? So this is a sell-high moment. I think he's going to continue to perform. I don't know if he'll, he's going to get to being the, not the, the you know, number nine player on the season, but I do believe he will provide value and high-level value. He will exceed, in my opinion, he will exceed where people drafted him. And I think he'll get into the range that I predicted before the season started. But I don't think he's going to be like in the top 10 at the end of the season for points leagues. So do what you got to do on that one. Next up, another very, very popular player on this channel, Victor Webinyama. Victor Webinyama, over the last seven days, is ranked 11th. He's ranked 11th over the last seven days. Somebody that I was a lot lower on than many are heading into the season. He's somebody that I believed, like, I was higher on Chet than him. Like, on the record, I was like, Chet is going to be just as good as him or better, and you'll get Chet. Two rounds later, take Chet. It worked out, right? Where Chet is killing it right now. I think the last time I checked for category leagues, he's like in the top 10. Do I have it in the ticker there? Let's see. What do we got? Okay, we'll we'll come back to that later. Anyway, you look at it. Victor is ranked 11th in the last seven days for points leagues. That's very high for him. Yeah, Chet is in the top 10. Look at that. You see that? Look at that. Follow that. Good, good, good. So, yeah, I'm just saying. And for my people who are listening, I'm pointing at the ticker underneath that we have the top 10 players for points leagues, category leagues, as well as dynasty leagues. Yeah, for Wimby, 11th over the last seven days, sell high. See if you can get you a first-round guy. Get some hype. He had a game the other night. He had seven blocks, y'all. Seven freaking blocks. Wild. Wild. Next up. Uh, a player that I'm not as high as I used to be on. And if you're watching at home, uh, you probably see me adjusting the graphics. Please bear with us. Uh, we're testing out uh, using the screen captures from the Sleeper app. Just, to, you know, just kind of try, trying to change up the visuals a little bit. So I apologize if that's, uh, you know, if it's jarring at all for you. So. Brandon Ingram, over the last seven days, ranked 14th in points league. Uh, in points leagues, Brandon Ingram is dope. I like Brandon Ingram's game. However, he's not this good, and I don't think he'll be able to maintain that value long term. So while he's hot, see if you can get an upgrade. The next person we want to take a look at is the champ himself, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray over 
the last two weeks is 29th in points leagues. 29th in the last two weeks. Your man is 29th. It's a lot higher than where people drafted him. So I think it's an opportunity for you to sell high. And the last person I want to talk about is someone that has so much upside. Like literally, he could like, he could be a star. You know what I mean? And I and one thing that I always talk about is making sure that when you grab a young player like Jalen Johnson, that you give him time. Give him time to cook. Give him time to mature. If you can, if you're in a winning position. He just returned from injury, so that's worth noting. But also, in the last seven days, he's ranked 74th, right? So he's come, he's recently come back, but in him coming back, he's not performing at the level that people expected or that he was performing on before he got injured, right? So I don't give a shit to puppy. If you can make a deal to get Jalen Johnson on your squad and throw over your bottom two or three players, or maybe even your third or fourth to the bottom of the roster player to get him, you are making a huge upside play. That's the kind of player he is. He's the kind of player that's, yo, you might not see it all right now, but you'll see it all come playoff time. Oh, man. That was good. I'm, I'm I'm really glad we got to talk about Jalen Johnson because he is somebody that, again, I am Cheech and Chong high on him. Method Man and Red Man high on him. I absolutely love the kid. All right. Now it's time to open up the Believe in Fantasy Basketball mailbag. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. Basically, we get questions direct from our community. And the cool thing is, Some of those questions are questions that you actually have as well, burning questions. If, in fact, you want to ask the question yourself, all you have to do is visit believeinfantasy.com or hit the link in the description of wherever you're listening or watching this uh, podcast, and you can join our community absolutely free. We have 2,000 maniacs, fantasy basketball fanatics, sickos in there, like literally There are people from all over the world, like Australia, New Zealand, Canada. I talked to my man uh, Maximo from from the Dominican Republic the other day on Did It. Like our community is worldwide. We have about 2,200 members now. We would love for you to join us. So let's go ahead and take a look and see what we got here in terms of some of these questions. So this one is from Yapper. He says... Is Exum still worth a pickup in a 16-team points league, especially with Kyrie back? I think that's a great question. I would say that for Exum, that there's a lot of buzz around him maintaining his starting position even when everyone's back. So I think that he will have some post-return of Kyrie value, and it's just worth a try, right? Like, don't make any hasty decisions because in fantasy, excuse me, In fantasy, sometimes we try to be so proactive about stuff that we make proactive mistakes. Huh? 
You hear me? You. Don't be out here trying to drop people because somebody that is going to impact their value is coming back. Wait till he comes back. Better than that, better than that. Wait till the player that you picked up, like Exum, actually has a decline in his production before you start dropping people based on, you know, speculative, you know, perception of what's going to happen, right? Oh, Kyrie's back, so he's going to go back where he was. Not that's not all the way true. So I would say hold or if he's available, grab and then see what happens. Next up is from F dot. I'm going to take F dot's question here. This is a good one, F dot, because you know how I feel. Y'all know how I feel about Jimmy Butler. If you watch this show, listen to this show, you know how I feel about Jimmy Butler. If it's your first time with us, please make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you do all of the things, right? If you're on, if you're listening on audio for the first time, make sure you like and leave a review on the platform where you are listening. But for my OGs, you know how I feel about Jimmy Butler. I think he is a freaking dog, right? Old school basketball, hard nosed basketball. My like, he will like give you the business when it's playoff time. During the season, though, your man is in and out, like in and out. Like there's a daggone electrical storm, and the the current is going in and out. Flaky as heck, shady, not playing, selling coffee for $100 a pop. Come on, man. Doing the emo, my chemical romance, panic in the disco, huh? Come on, man. I don't mess with Jimmy Butler for fantasy. In real life basketball, playoff time, I think he's a dog. I love his game. I'm all about that when he plays. But for fantasy, I, I stay so far away. So the question is, from FDOT, is it time to trade off Jimmy Butler? It is not time now. It will be time when he strings together a few healthy games and produces at a high level. That's when you trade him. Because we never sell low. We always sell high. I'm just saying. Um, And this is the last one we'll take. This one is from... Lil Azan, he says, in a 12-team, I'm sorry, this is uh, from, yeah, this is from Lil Azan. He says, in a 12-team ESPN points league, would you rather Mikael Bridges or Franz Wagner for the long run? That's a great question. So, Franz is killing it. Mikael Bridges is not. However, if I drafted Mikael Bridges... Chances are I spent a lot more draft capital on him than I invested in Franz Wagner. It's just a fact, right? And Franz is killing it right now. So for me, out of the two, if I had to pick one for the long run, as hard as it is to say, and I throw up throw up a little bit in my mouth saying it, it will probably be Mikael Bridges just because I invested so much in him, and I would probably want him to string together a few good games and see if I can get some kind of return on my investment. That's why I would hold. 
So long run, the long run play would be like, hey, I need to get my money back. I need to get my investment back. And me like moving on for Franz Wagner right now, I don't know if that's the move. I would want to get more for him than for than Franz Wagner. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, last one. Let's do one more, actually. This one is from Arkaz. He says, should I sell high on Derek White? And if so, who should I try to get? So this is a great question. And I wanted to end with this one because this is something that comes up a lot in our um, in our community. I wanted to end on this one because this is something that comes up a lot in our community. People drop this question where they say, hey, I want to move this player. Who should I try to get? So I could go to the rankings and look at the players who are in that area above and below that player and throw some names out there to you. But Arquez and for any and everybody else, if you guys want to get the best possible advice, suggestions, recommendations, so you can actually win your league, you need to jump on with me on the Did It app. You have to. At least once because you get a free call. If you feel like it's something that, you know what, I wouldn't really pay for that, but I, but, but I want to try it, at least you tried it and at least you got the information that you needed for that particular deal. But imagine going through the season and having questions like this where it was kind of like a big picture question. I can't really answer it accurately without having the ability to look at your entire league, look at your settings, look at your league size, look at your 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 league mates transaction I'm sorry, transaction history, right? That's what I'm doing for people right now. So for you, I'll give you an answer on this one, Arquez. I would say, who would I try to get? For me, I would try to create a deal around a guard that I really want. So a person like Maxi is somebody that I'm interested in, and he's been a little up and down over the last couple of weeks. I would try to find a buy low opportunity on a big time guard that I want, and then I would package Derek White into that deal. But now that you are prepared to dominate this week in fantasy basketball, make sure you check out our episode about in-season roster management so you can dominate the rest of the season. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Believe in Fantasy Basketball podcast with Robin Marks. Join our free Discord community at BelieveInFantasy.com. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Believe in Fantasy. This episode was presented to you by Bet Online, where the game starts.